everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Wickets, your Thursday, April 25th edition. We've got a five-game slate on tap for you. A nice small one. We've got the NFL Draft coming up. Some of you guys will be going and seeing the Avengers Endgame tonight. So much going on. Such a big weekend ahead of us of baseball action. Watching the weather this morning here. They're showing storms coming to the Midwest and the East starting tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So keep an eye on that. But you're here for the Thursday action where there is no weather to worry about for the most part. It looks pretty good unless something changes, which is outstanding to hear. Before we get into this, if you guys give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd much, much appreciate it. Uh, it would help out a ton. The more ratings and reviews we get, the higher it goes up there, so more and more people can find the podcast that might not know about the podcast. I appreciate all you guys listening. If you guys take a couple minutes to do that, I'd really, really appreciate it. Also, I won't go in the full diatribe, because this should be a quick podcast, but thequantage.com, tons of MLB DFS tools and also NBA playoffs currently going on right now, plus a lot of NFL draft information and everything, so... You get the season package for $124.99, or you can try the All Sports um, for the month for $19.99, or for five days for $5.99. You use promo code Bubba. So MLB Season Pass, or the All Sports First Month, or the All Sports Five Day, using promo code Bubba. Go check all that out. All right, the totals on this five gamer tonight Marlins at the Phillies, 7.5. Tigers, Red Sox, 9.5. Indians, Astros, 7.5. Yankees, Angels, 8. Rangers, Mariners, 9. This is a weird slate. It sucks because we've been waiting for good pitching, and we have a good amount of it on a five-game slate. It really, really is a bummer. As you can tell by looking at the totals, for the most part, we're going to be targeting Detroit, Boston, and Texas, Seattle. That's where you're going to be getting most of your bats. That's where a lot of people are going to be looking, so I'll try to point you in some different directions as usual. Always, if you're you're a member of TQE, don't be hesitant to ask me questions in the member Discord. And if you're one of my good brethren over at the Fantasy Sports DJs that we've been rocking and rolling in that Slack chat, go check that out. Our buddy MS Squared wrote a big narrative on plays for today's uh, DraftKings soccer stuff there. There's a lot of cool stuff going on over there in the Slack chat for all sports, so come check it out. It is free to join. Just ask for an invitation. All right, pitching on this five-gamer. Garrett Cole, 10-2 at home against the Cleveland Indians is a very, very good-looking play. It is a Cleveland team that's heating up now that Lindor's healthy. They're starting to get things going, but they still strike out about 26% of the time. Garrett Cole, 35% K rate, 36% ground ball rate, limits the hard contact. Lots to like there with Garrett Cole. Lefty's 243, righty's 305. They have a 283 Woba and a 127 ISO. I will get into something later on which big guys, if I could see, get hit around if you want to be contrarian, kind of like we did last night. The Cubbies got it done late. Not so much against Bueller, but against that bullpen, which is part of the fun. But I wrote about Javi Baez as my GPP shortstop over that batter breakdown at the Quantage, and it came through in a big way. So Eduardo Escobar and Renato Nunez. So a good night over there on the batter breakdown, as usual. But when it comes to Garrett Cole at 10-2, very, very good play. If you can pay up and you can afford it, which you can if you take some gambles tonight, I don't mind him at all against Cleveland. That strikeout rate's tremendous, and the, the floor is pretty good there. At the same time, Trevor Bauer is facing off. Against Cole at 9800 bucks, Trevor Bauer might be the best pitcher in baseball right now. This guy is legit. He's gone 108 pitchers or more in every start. He's given you great start after great start. Seven or more Ks in every start. Uh, he has 28 or more or 27 or more DraftKings in all but one start this season. He has been filthy, absolutely filthy. It is the Houston Astros. It is in Houston. That is absolutely terrifying at times. But uh, he has a 31% K rate, a 43% ground ball rate. Houston does not strike out a lot. 
but Trevor Bauer is not your average Joe. Uh, Houston's team total is 4.24, so Vegas is giving them a whole run over Garrett Cole. But uh, lefty's 266, righty's 271 with Bauer. I think if you want to be contrarian, you look at Trevor Bauer over Garrett Cole. And if you want to be really contrarian with your bats, we'll dig into it more later. You look at some of these Lindors, Jose Ramirez's of the world against Garrett Cole. Maybe not full stacks, but little mini stack one-offs are very intriguing. So I got Trevor Bauer one. I got Garrett Cole two. I'm going to separate those two kind of by themselves in their own little niche class. But I got Bauer one, Cole two. And it's riskier with Bauer. I get it, but that's where I'm going. The other two pitchers over 9K, Masahiro Tanaka at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, 9300 bucks. Uh, he's It's been a thing throughout most of his career. Better at home than on the road, but still on his road start was at Houston. So we got to take that with a grain of salt. He's pitched really, really well this season. Um, in two other starts, 22 or more points against uh, Detroit and Kansas City. Struggled against the White Sox, but that'll happen with a team that can blister it from time to time. But as a whole... Um, Masahiro is pitching very, very well this season. The Angels don't strike out a lot, though. Keep that in mind. 16% K rate. Not big. Um, Masahiro, 25% K rate of his own. Almost a 14% swinging strike rate and a 48% ground ball rate. So he's doing very, very well in that respect. He does give up some loud contact and home runs from time to time, but to keep him solo, we're good. Uh, lefty's 304, righty's 302 versus Tanaka, 395 team total. So if you want to go with Tanaka, I think he goes super overlooked tonight in this realm because the next guy I talk to, I think, will be pretty popular as well. So you got four pitchers at 9K and above. I think Tanaka goes way overlooked in a very nice matchup there against Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. The last guy up here is Aaron Nola, 9100 bucks at home against the Miami Marlins. Nola's been scuffling this year, and he came out and dealt at Colorado. Yes, everybody, when you think about what's going to cure your ills, it is Coors Field. Yep, that's what it is. Five and two-thirds, three earned, nine hits, nine Ks for 22 DraftKings points. It's what Nola might, maybe it's what he needed. He needed to get off the schneid. He's got six or more Ks in back-to-back starts. That's signs of a good thing to come because he was giving up runs and runs and runs. He's still giving up two or more homers in three of his four starts. So I think he's going to be very popular tonight at 9100 bucks in this grouping. He's the cheapest one, and he's at Miami, which is always a great thing. A marvelous team that strikes out 31% of the time. It's actually in Philly versus Miami. But... Um, 31% K rate for the Miami Marlins versus right-handed pitching. Nola's still a 27% K rate, 12% swinging strike rate, over 50% ground ball rate. He's just in a funk right now. Could be the new baseballs, could be a lot of things. But you look at the Marlins, they have the lowest team total on the slate at 2.94. Lefty's 274, righty's 273, 267 Woba, 116-ISO for the Marlins versus right-handed pitching. Nola's in a phenomenal spot. If it was in Miami, it'd be even better. But this is an absolute smash spot here for Nola. At 9100 bucks, I don't blame anybody for wanting to use him. I got Nola 1, Tanaka 2 in that grouping. If you wanted me to group all four of them, I go Nola 1, Bauer 2, Tanaka 3, Cole 4. Because I think Cole is going to be very, very popular for people who want to go all the way to the top. I think Cole and Nola are the two popular picks here. And then Bauer and Tanaka will be kind of overlooked in this mess. So I think uh, if you want to be different and still pay up, Bauer and Tanaka is your way to go. But, uh, yeah, keep it with a grain of salt and see how it looks. Noel's in a phenomenal spot. But at the same time, he's been a mess at times. So, should be the way to, click, to cure your ills, but we shall see. When you drop below 9K, though, you got a couple options to look at here. you got Marco Gonzalez, 8400 bucks at home against the Texas Rangers. Again, we talked about this being one of the higher total games on the slate. What I, what I like about Marco, he's just consistent. Easy does it. You know, 16 or more points in three of his four starts. 10 or more in all four. His, his worst start was against Houston. He still only gave up two runs. He gave up 300 or less in every start. He gave up his first home run of the year last time out against the Angels. 
He just doesn't strike out a lot of guys. And that's his biggest thing. That's why his, uh, his ceiling's not that high, but his floor is pretty decent because he'll give you the innings. And the thing with Texas, they strike out 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So Marco, 20% K rate, 44% ground ball rate. Maybe you can sneak a couple extra Ks in there. You know, go throw me six innings, couple runs, five plus Ks on a slate like this. That could be tremendous to differentiate things up and save some cash here. Um, when you look at the Texas Rangers, a total just below four. Lefty's 331, righty's 305 versus Marco Gonzalez. So I got no problem with Marco. They have a 303 Woba, which is average at best versus left-handed pitching. And that big K rate is really nice as Marco will be at home in uh, pitcher-friendly Safeco Park. And the last guy I'll mention here is Caleb Smith, 7300 bucks at the Philadelphia Phillies. Super risky. Caleb's always been much better at home because he likes gives up hard contact from time to time. Gives up the, a, fly, a lot of fly balls. And in, in Miami, it's a good thing. In Philadelphia, it's risky. He's made three starts this year, 18 or more points. His two home starts for 27 or more. On the road against Atlanta, six innings, uh, three earned, two home runs. He didn't give up any homers in Miami this year. He faced Philadelphia two starts to go to Miami, six innings, one hit, no earned, six Ks. He has six or more Ks in all three starts. He has phenomenal swing and miss stuff. And that's what makes $7,300 worth it because if he gives up a couple long balls, preferably not three, or, three run homers or grand slams, we can deal with it. Uh, Philadelphia strikes out over 22% of the time. Caleb Smith, 28% K rate, 12% swing strike rate. But again, only a 30% ground ball rate, so a ton of fly balls, and a 36% hard contact rate. So those, those are the scary parts of it. Philadelphia has a 4.6 team total. It is third highest or fourth highest on the slate. Again, only 10 teams, so it's about mid-pack. Uh, lefty's 324, righty's 300. So Caleb Smith's been very, very good. Just beware against the Philadelphia team with that kind of fun thump in that ballpark. Could get really interesting. But on in a GPP, I love Caleb Smith. If you're willing to take the, the risk, big fan of this play here. So down below, I actually got Caleb Smith 1, Marco 2. It's just pretty much GPP, Caleb Smith, cash game, Marco Gonzalez. That's the differentiating factor down below. It's that simple. It really is. Um, so recapping your pitching real quick. If you want to just talk about the two top dogs, I got Bauer 1, Cole 2. Below him in the rest of the 9K range, I got Nola 1, Tanaka 2. But Tanaka, Cole will be your unique Cheaper priced, or not cheaper, but uh, lower owned options. And then down below again, Caleb Smith, Marco Gonzalez, GPP, cash. That's the way we rock and roll on that one. Let's go to the bats on this five-gamer. Uh, catcher's position is disgusting. If you believe Caleb Smith gets beat up, Rio Mito at 48 is worth paying up for. If not, Tom Murphy, 4200 bucks against Hearn. Hearn is getting the spot start for the uh, Texas Rangers, Taylor Hearn. Uh, because Samson was supposed to go, which would have been someone to pick on as well. But he went three out of relief yesterday. Hearn's got a 405 ERA, a 1-2 whip, 26 Ks to 10 walks and 20 innings uh, in his four starts in AAA this season. So it is a lively AAA in the PCL, but at the same time, he, he's got a strikeout arm and he's got a walk machine. So keep that in mind with that. But uh, Tom Murphy, 4200 bucks on the right side of the plate. For the Mariners is a very, very nice play. Uh, Grayson Griner at 35 versus Porcello. And then honestly, when I look through this, it is bleak. You could try Jorge Alfaro versus Nola. Hope he runs into one at 32. Otherwise, check the lineups and see where it goes from there because catcher is really, really bad tonight. Really bad. First base, you got Reese's Peace. His at 53 versus Smith. His slow trot around the bases last night was absolutely amazing. It was like, hey, you want to hit me? You want to throw at me? I'm going to take you deep. And I'm going to let you know what it feels like to take, like I think it was 35 seconds to round the bases. Bartolo Colon r- rounded the bases in 32 seconds. 
Reese Hoskins literally milked that whole thing. It reminded me of when the catcher from the Sandlot went deep and he's sitting there pointing and waving to the crowd. That's what Reese Hoskins did last night. And you know what? I loved it. Loved every minute of it. All right, after Reese at 53, you got the likes of Luke Voigt, who continuously just gets it done. Trevor Cahill's been a mess right now. Voigt, seven points last night. 7-32, 16-5 in his last four. Um, it's all or nothing sometimes with Voigt, but still, seven is better than a zero, so 44, not bad. Nico Goodrum, first base outfield at 43, I like a lot. Quiet, quiet last couple games, four points, four points. But then prior to that, 13, 12, 16, and 10 in those four games. Getting Ricky Porcello, that's been getting hit around this year. You got a Detroit Tigers team with a four-team total. Lefties, 350. Righties, 289. So Nico, big fan of him at 4,300 on this slate. You can obviously look at Mitchie, Mitchie Two Bags uh, at 4,200 bucks. 6, 3, and 0 in his last three, but then probably that 14, 0, and 17. Definite pop there. Going up against Jordan Zimmerman, who's been disastrous. The Red Sox with a 5.5 team total, highest on the slate. Lefties 344, righties 313. Usually Zimmerman's a reverse splits guy, but so far this year, it's been a lefty favorite thing. So Mitchie two bags at 42, not too shabby. Uh, a couple more to look at here. Ryan Healy, 4100, first base, third base eligible. We love Healy versus left-handed pitching, so you can take a look at him. Then other than that, you know, you got your, your Carlos Santana's versus Cole if you want to go there. You can, but there's not a ton down here. The only other guy I'd really mention would be like Mike Ford of the New York Yankees, 3500 bucks playing first base against Cahill. Uh, not a world beater, but 421-476 in his last five. He, he's, not again, not a world beater, but he's putting up consistent production there for a Yankees team that should put up some, some runs against Trevor Cahill. A team total of 4.05. Lefties, 337. Righties, 303 off Cahill. So 4 to 35 could be a punting option. Second base, you got Jose Altuve. I don't care who's pitching. That's, he's always in play. More GPP tonight than cash, but 4,600 worth a look. Uh, you got our boy Ronnie Rodriguez, second base third, uh, shortstop eligible for the Tigers, 4300 bucks. I used to play him as a punt last year. Mentioned him on Quick Hits as a punt, like below 3K punt. Well, he's burst onto the scenes here. He got a zero yesterday, but 7, 28, 5, and 9 in his previous four. Uh, he, he's been up. He's played consistently in the doubleheader, basically in Boston, 28, 7, and 0. He's 4300 bucks. Not a must play by any means, but someone to think about. It's pretty crazy he's that expensive. But if like you're not using Marco Gonzalez, switch it and Danny Santana at 42 or 41, definitely worth a look as he continues to play really well in Ruben Odor's absence. But uh, in reality, Glaber Torres at 4K against Trevor Cahill is very, very enticing. And so is Michael Chavis at 39, second base, third base eligible for the Red Sox. Put up a 19 spot last night, a 17 spot the day before. Uh, this guy can hit and hit really, really well. Got some thump. 3900 bucks is some serious savings. At second base and third base. So Chavis at 39. Big fan of him tonight on this slate. So go check him out. And then other than that, there's not a ton down below. DJ LeMay, he was one I'll mention. I mention him a lot. People think I'm crazy. He's 3300 bucks. He's second base, third base eligible. And he got 16 points yesterday. A couple zeros before that. But then a 9, a 16. He's not going to hit the ball deep a lot. But he's continuously gets it done like yesterday. Two for four. A double, a run score, three RBIs. He's at the top of a Yankees lineup that just sucks right now, and they're going to need him. So he's thirty-three hundred bucks. There's, there's punts, and there's punts like DJ LeMahieu that actually have some upside. So keep that in mind. Third base, you got Bregman at forty-six, GPP relevant. Uh, Mikel Franco versus Caleb Smith at forty-five. If you want to go that route, I don't hate it. But Jose Ramirez, I think, is very intriguing tonight against Garrett Cole at forty-two hundred. 
Uh, J-Ram had a big day yesterday, three for four with a run, a double, a homer, four ribbies, a walk, and a stolen base. 35-3, 2 and 16 and 6, so six or more in three of his last five, 16 or more in two of those five. Slowly starting to get it going. He's running more. It is Garrett Cole. No sugarcoat in that. But uh, J-Ram and a GPP, don't hate that at all. You got Ryan Healy at 41. He's in play for you. I mentioned Michael Chavis already at 39. Big fan of that. Uh, Heimer Condelario at 36. Very interesting as well. 11 points last night. This guy can really hit. He's just been quiet, but of late, 11, 11, 4, and 10, 5, and 7. But 10 or more in three of his last four games. Going up against Ricky Porcello, who has not been the same this year again. We talked about the Tigers. Lefty's 350, righty's 289. Candelario usually hitting towards the top of that order, so I don't hate him at all at 3600 bucks. Could be a nice nice piece of savings. That's why when I prepped for this, I saw as much savings as you can make here. You can have some fun and still get some decent pitching up top. And then after that, you know maybe Brian Anderson versus Nola if you want to try to keep the home run train going at 3400 I don't hate that at all. Then DJ LeMayhew as well. Shortstop, you got the X-Man, Xander Bogarts at 46, continues to stroke it right now. I like him a lot up top there. You got Frenchie Lindor back at 45, not a bad play as well. Like, that's, like Lindor and J-Ram is an interesting little one-two punch against Garrett Cole. I respect the shit out of Garrett Cole. This guy's a beast and can knock anybody down. But if you want to be super contrarian, a little Lindor, J-Ram one-offs or a two-man stack, I don't hate it at all. I got Ronnie Rodriguez again at 4300 bucks. Talked about him, but if you want to save around 4100 Tim Beckham in a smash spot here. He's really quieted down a bit, only hitting 219 over his last 10, averaging five DK points in his last 10. So I think he'll go kind of overlooked now from that hot stretch he had. But 4,100 versus the lefty Hearn, not a bad play. I mentioned Glaber Torres earlier at 4K. I like him quite a bit as well. He's, he's getting really close to getting off the schneid. You got Anderson Simmons who double donged last night at 33 versus Masahiro Tanaka if you really want to punt. I'm not going there as much. I like Simmons more versus lefties than righties. But it's not the worst play in the world at 3300 bucks. Like he, he doesn't strike out a lot, so um, he's going to put the ball in play and make things happen. So I don't hate that at all against Tanaka. And then a Yankees bullpen that's been overused like crazy of late. Got to be pretty tired down there. Heading to the outfield, you have Mike Trout versus Tanaka. We mentioned how much Tanaka gives up the long ball. Trout's a very interesting play at 57. But Mitch Hanniger at 56 and uh, Domingo Santana at 49 or two of the right-handed bats. And that Seattle lineup I like a lot against O'Hearn. I think there's, there's a lot to like there. In that matchup, again, they have a total of five, just over five of the second highest total on the slate. And as a team, they have a 415 Woba and a 328 ISO versus left-handed pitching. Plus, that Rangers bullpen is dog wash. So, the, the Mariners, big fans of the Mariners tonight. Hanniger and uh, Santana are solid, solid plays for sure. Uh, Bryce Harper at 5K makes for a nice GPP play. It's been kind of quiet of late. 11 18-23. Didn't do much in Coors, surprisingly. But we mentioned Caleb Smith. He does go with a lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls, and he gets gives up more to lefties than righties. So Bryce Harper can be a nice GPP play at 5000 Farther down you go, though, you're getting a massive discount on J.D. Martinez at 48 and Mookie Betts at 47 against Zimmerman. They're not going to be this cheap for much longer. I know they've been kind of struggling a little bit, but this could be the night to get those guys in your lineups and make some magic happen. I know it seems pretty simple, but... Sometimes you just play the price tags you're given, and that's just a silly, silly price tag. You got Ben and Tendi swinging it well at 45, 13, 13, 2, 11, 22, so 11 or more in four of his last five. I like him quite a bit as well versus Zimmerman. So that Red Sox outfield fully in play as either a stack or some mini stacks or some one-offs. Very, very much in play for you tonight. As we go down farther, though, you got the likes of Nico Goodrum at 43, 
If you want to be GPP, Brantley at 42 versus Bauer. Brantley went deep again yesterday. We've riding him like crazy, and it's been great. Uh, Brett Gardner at 42 I like quite a bit versus Cahill. Trout robbed him last night. I saw he turned that double play. But I think uh, Gardner at 42 is a nice value play in that matchup. Uh, Nick Castellanos at 41, slow going these days, but a solid price tag for a very good hitter against uh, Rick Porcello, especially if you're looking for some savings on this slate. Uh, GPP-wise, Josh Reddick went deep yesterday. I keep touting him on here. Hopefully some people are playing him. I make sure I have at least one or two of him every time because of value. Put up 23 points last night as he went deep. He's 3,800 versus Bauer. Again, GPP only because I respect Bauer, but intriguing at that. Uh, GPP-wise, Michael Talkman at 37 versus Cahill. Talkman's, you know, kind of an all or nothing. I told you he's a cheaper Joey Gallo. Four points last night, seven the night before, a zero, then a 14, 22, and a 14. He's got GPP upside almost every night at 3,700 versus Trevor Cahill. Don't hate him at all. And a few more. Uh, Delano DeShields Jr. at 36. I think it's a really good play here against the lefty Marco Gonzalez. Get on and steal a bit. Averaging 9.3 in his last 10. Someone to definitely keep an eye on on that one. As, as a value play at 36. And then it's like GPP Cargo versus Cole at 35. Brian Anderson at 34 versus Nola. Nothing to really go crazy about. After the Shields, it's, it's really just punt city. You're looking for value is how I look at that one. So recapping your pitching real quick. You got Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer. I got Bauer 1, Cole 2 in that matchup. Then just below them in the 9K range, you got Nola and Tanaka. And then you're punting with Caleb Smith and GPP, Marco Gonzalez, and Cash. That's where you're looking on this slate. And with the value I've mentioned, you can kind of make that happen rather easily. Looking at your stacking tonight, Boston's going to be super popular versus Jordan Zimmerman, a five and a half team total. Lefty's 344, righty's 313, and I love it. I can't tell anybody not to play those guys. That's a smash spot there, and they're not that expensive. Like Chavis, 39, Moreland, 42, Benintendi's not bad. You get discounts on JD and Mookie. There's a lot to like there with that Boston lineup. If you want to pivot, you go to Seattle Mariners against um, Taylor Hearn. Total just above five. Uh, they have been smoking lefties this year. Again, a 415 well, but 328 ISO. You got like Tim Beckham at shortstop. You got Ryan Healy at first base, third base, and then Domingo and Hanger in the outfield. Plus, you know they're going to get to that Rangers bullpen that's really, really bad. So you can use some lefties as some you know one-offs. E5 crushes lefties. He's actually better versus righties than lefties, but he's also available at first base. So there's a lot to like in that lineup. And then your catcher there, Murphy, could be a uh, in, a in a bad position, could be a $4,200 catcher worth paying for. But after that, you know, you can you can gamble on Caleb Smith go, uh, hit going bad. Houston versus Trevor Bowers, okay. I like more going uh, Cleveland versus Garrett Cole, like I mentioned before. Uh, the Yankees versus Cahill, especially the lefties. Lefties at 337, righties 303. Go there. And then Detroit versus Rick Porcello could be very, very enticing. Lefties 350, righties 289. I still like Castellanos from the right side, but like Nico Goodrum and company. Could be interesting. Candelario uh, could be very, very interesting. Some, some savings in that one. But everyone's in, in play tonight, but those would be the big ones. It's Boston and Seattle. Those are the two gung-ho, go-get-em ones. And then you kind of piece it around that and get as contrarian as you want from there. That's pretty much the basics on tonight's five-gamer. Okay, BVP. We'll wrap her up. Marlins at Phillies. McCutcheon, three for seven. Two doubles and a homer off Caleb Smith. That's the only homer they have off Caleb Smith in a small sample. Uh, Martin Prado, seven for 18 with a double off Nola. The Fish are hitting 290 in 74 plate appearances against him. It's like nothing crazy, but you know Brian Anderson, 5 for 14 as well. Just interesting stuff there. Nothing to run home to, but if you want to be a little contrarian and think Nola's still off, give it a go. Don't have a problem with that at all. Small samples, but 
Betts, three for four with a homer. Moreland, five for nine, two doubles and a homer. Steve Pierce, four for 12, two doubles, two homers. Uh, they've had a little bit of, they're hitting 413 with a 520 Woba and a 370 ISO off of Jordan Zimmerman. Yeah, I'd say the Red Sox are in play. Uh, if you want to ride the Gordon Beckham hot train, I didn't really mention him, but he's like around 4K on DraftKings, multi-position eligible. He's 15 for 32 with six doubles and a homer off Rick Porcello. So keep that in mind. He's had some serious ownership on Rick Porcello. Of all people, I would not have picked Gordon Beckham, but he's playing really, really well right now. I can give you a quick quick rundown of him as I pull him up right here. He's third base shortstop eligible. He's 3900 bucks. He's averaging 7.5 points in his last 10 on the season, hitting 265. 9, 14, 5, and 15 in his last five. So he's been productive at 3900 bucks. If you want to go the Gordon Beckham route and get some savings there against Rick Porcello, I really don't hate that on a slate like this. Farther down you go, though, you got like Trevor Bauer. The the Astros are hitting the 245 versus Bauer. So, you know, Torino's two homers, Stasi one, Reddick two, Guriel one, Carlos Correa one, but uh, not big averages behind most of those. Other guys here, Yankees, uh, Angels versus Tanaka. Anderson Simmons, four for 12 with a double and a homer. Told you he's 3300 bucks. That's cheap. Uh, someone to keep an eye on there. Cole Calhoun's cheap tonight. If you want a super GPP, he's one for 11. That's a .091 average, but that one's a home run. Brett Gardner, four for 14. Joey Gallo, four for 10, two home runs versus Marco Gonzalez. Someone to keep in mind there at $5,000. All right, that'll do it for your quick hits edition. I was hoping to be even faster than this, but 25 minutes isn't bad. Hope you guys have a great Thursday night. Got the NFL draft popping off tonight again. Avengers uh, Endgame's coming up. I'm a big nerd fan about stuff like that. If you're not, I apologize, but I'll keep that out of the podcast as much as possible. If you give a rating and review over on iTunes, I'd much, much appreciate it. Go check out QuantiEdge.com. MLB Season Pass, All Sports First Month, or All Sports Five Day Trial. All get discounts with promo code Bubba, so go check that out. And FantasySportsDGens.com, a lot of great stuff going on over there with my peeps over there with all sports, especially in the Fantasy DGens Slack chat. So come check us out on Twitter at Fantasy DGens, and we'll help you out with whatever you need. With all that being said, good luck on tonight's five-game slate as this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, April 25th edition. I'm out. (laughs) 